the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yes, we are. How are you doing today? I hope uh, you've tuned in for a reason and this show is going to help you today. Welcome, every mom, dad, child, dog who's listening. I am Jenny and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms. I feel like I forgot about the cats. Welcome to the cats as well. (laughs) We focus on your amazing value as a mom in this world. All right. So if certain news stories over the last year and maybe even more recently are causing you or your kids to feel triggered, We're going to talk about that today. I think the upsetting story that surrounds the death of Gabby Petito has been really tough for a lot of women. I think various stories that are emerging in uh, 2021, not just COVID and related losses, but also collateral damage of COVID responses that have caused isolation, separation, division among friends and family and within our nation, an increase in suicide, loss of jobs, loss of family business, inflation, blah, blah, blah. We need our counselor for moms, don't we? Jamie Kirkbride, Parenting with Personality. She's going to help us with life-changing tips to defeat the triggers in our lives. So stay tuned. We'll be right back in just a minute. Are you in need of some girl time or maybe a mother-daughter date? We've got just the place for you. Enjoy an afternoon of respite and refreshments with an authentic English tea. Lynn's Tea Shop and Cafe serves a delightful afternoon tea or a delicious breakfast or lunch in their cafe, all at affordable prices. Offering special teas like the chocolate fountain tea or princess tea, there's something for everyone at Lynn's Tea Shop and Cafe in Littleton. For a 10% discount, use the code CHANNELMOM. Visit lynnstea.com. That's lynnstea.com. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. I'm uh, excited to get, well, excited. It's a little bit overstatement. I, it's, I'm, I'm aware that what we're going to talk about is something that really needs to be talked about today. Excited is probably not the proper term. Jamie's going to help us in uh, a variety of ways today with the topic of being triggered by some very tough news stories that are out there. But before we get to Jamie, I do want to remind you that uh, if you just want to have a lovely little English tea, you know, I've said before, I lived in England, so I know an authentic tea when I see one, and it's so yummy. Carolyn at Lynn's Tea is really a gifted what do you call her? Baker, chef. She does a lot of things and it's just fantastic. They have a chocolate fountain tea. They have all kinds of a variety of teas you can go for. So just go to lindstea.com, lindstea.com and mention Channel Mom. And uh, if you mention Channel Mom, you can get a discount on a tea. Go, you know, with your girlfriends, your sisters, your daughters, your mom, whatever. All right. Also, I want to welcome everybody around the nation who listens to us. We're so grateful for the moms and 
everybody who listens to us across the country in Oklahoma and Texas and Kansas and Little Rock and Idaho in Colorado Springs. Um, also right here in Denver. So grateful for you guys and also our friends in Nebraska. We're so grateful to have them as well. So um, I, I want to get into a tough talk. I will tell you, I'll brag on Jamie a little bit. Jamie Kirkbride is our counselor for moms. We had her first, but recently uh, she published a very important basically a blog um, on the Today Show's parenting team site and talked about uh, parenting while triggered when current events trip you up. Jamie, of course, is the founder of Parenting with Personality. She's an author, a speaker, and she's been our counselor for moms now on Channel Mom for quite a while. And she comes on to counsel you with various things that you might be struggling with. So today we invited her to talk about how we do parent when we're triggered. And Jamie has a very personal story to share today about how the Gabby Petito case has triggered her in particular. Before we bring uh, Jamie on, I'm going to play a little clip. You know the news story probably, unless you just don't listen to the news at all. And if you don't, I don't blame you. But of course, uh, Gabby Petito is this young woman that uh, cops pulled over, uh, I think in Moab, right? And were asking her if something was wrong. And uh, because people had reported that they'd seen her fiance, Brian Laundrie, hitting her. And uh, she, you know, was questioned and they uh, later uh, reported that she was missing and then they found her body and uh, it was uh, determined that she died by strangulation. And uh, a person of interest is her fiance, Brian Laundrie. So they've been looking for him quite a while, haven't found him yet. Unfortunately, Gabby has passed away. But as you've been following this case or people have been following this case, um, it has brought up some triggers for people. So I want to quickly play the body cam sound um, when they pulled over Gabby and her fiance, Brian, and sort of questioned, you know, is he, has he been hurting you? What's going on here? And she said, you know, well, I, it's, it's my fault, basically. Um, I slapped him first or something like that. So, so listen to what Gabby Petito said uh, to police when she was questioned. So there's two people that came to us and told us that they saw him hit you. There's two people saying that they saw him punch you, which is independent witnesses by Moonflower. Well, to be honest, I don't know where he went first. Where'd you hit him? I slapped him. You slapped him first? And then, what, just on his face? How many times did you slap him? And then what, and his reaction was to do what? He just grabbed you? Did he, did he hit you though? I mean, I mean, it's okay if you're saying you hit him, and then I, I understand if he hit you, but we want to know the truth if he actually hit you. I guess, you know, I guess, yeah, but I hit him first. Where did he hit you? Don't, don't worry, just be honest. Like, I guess, uh -huh. um, he didn't, like, hit me in the face. Like, he didn't, like, punch me in the face or anything. Did he slap but, your face or what? Well, like, he, like, grabbed me, like, with his nail. And I guess that's why it looks, like, I didn't really have a cut right here. So I could feel it. Yeah. Like, it burns. Heartbreaking. My heart goes out to the parents of Gabby. Um, I'm sure the police in that situation are thinking, what could have we done differently to, to have gotten to the bottom of it? You know, Gabby was saying this is mostly my fault and, and, and making excuses and so on. So it's, it's a it's a devastating story. But but we did not decide to talk about that today just to focus on the tragedy of the news story, but rather to say when stories like this come up 
or all of the COVID stories or all of the things that are collateral damage of COVID, like job losses and, and companies mandating vaccinations that have caused, you know, arguments in families and in friendships and in, the, you know, the things that are going on in our economy and in politics. And I mean, my goodness. I do think that in the midst of all this, mothers and children are dealing with some triggers. So, Jamie, our counselor for moms, Jamie Kirkbride, Parenting with Personality, welcome to Channel Mom. Thank you. I always love being here, Jenny. Thank you. So you've written this blog uh, for the Today Show's website, Parenting Team, I believe, called Parenting yes. While Triggered, When Current Events Trip You Up. First of all, congrats on that. Thank um, you. Yeah. And, but you're very honest. So let's just get into that. Why don't we first talk about how the fact that, or about the fact that uh, the Gabby Petito story in particular did cause you to feel triggered? Right. Absolutely, Jenny. You know, so much of this is going on in the news. And as this story came out, I found myself feeling really emotional. And sometimes triggers are very clear, as it was in this situation. Um, over 20 years ago, I found myself in an abusive and violent relationship, and I had to get out of that. And even though, you know, it happened so long ago, even though those feelings and those memories have kind of been packaged away or, or managed, this kind of blew up the box for me. And that oftentimes happens with circumstances or social events or um, things that are in the news. And as those things happen, it can kind of make us feel as though we're losing control or that those feelings or those triggers or those memories are taking control of us. And it made me aware of, you know, if I'm feeling this, I'm surely not the only parent going through this. And I wanted to, you know, dig down and kind of think through what are the steps to not being overwhelmed by these feelings, but learning to manage them and not let them control or overwhelm you. Yeah, and you have an acronym for us today. You're really good at coming up with acronyms. It's it's AWARE, and we're going to go through that. If a mom is feeling triggered today or if she witnesses that her children are being triggered by all that's going on, and, and, and in particular, mothers who've been through uh, domestic violence or, um, you know, maybe they've been through child abuse, whatever it is, I, I imagine the Gabby Petito story caused some feelings. Um, and you, you know, I, I don't want to go into great detail because you're very private in some ways about this stuff, but you did, you were in a violent relationship. You've had to talk now about your children, you know, to it with your children. You, you are newly, you have a new husband. Um, and so I want people to know that. Um, but right. you, you, you even <laughs> noticed that, with um, Gabby making excuses and, and saying this is my fault and, and sort of not admitting what was going on, that that triggered things for you because you remembered your own, the, 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 the things that you leaned into the, that maybe in, in retrospect you wish you wouldn't have leaned into. I mean, right? Do we look at our past Absolutely. behaviors when we were going? Because, right, didn't, didn't you make excuses too? Absolutely. I mean, there was there was so much going on there with the classic dysfunction of domestic violence, but even other kinds of victimization, you know, where the person that's being victimized makes excuses because they fear what the other one will do if they're exposed or trying to minimize what the problem is because you don't know how people will respond. Um, you know, sometimes even being scared of the secret getting out and feeling yeah. like you need to lie about it because to expose would endanger you more. And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate because in that event and in this particular situation, he left very empowered and she left feeling very exposed, which left her feeling even more and more helpless and powerless than she felt prior. And so, you know, maybe for some people that are feeling triggered, it's the feeling of powerlessness. Maybe it's the feeling of helplessness. Not that it even has to be a domestic violence situation, but there may have been a time in your life 
where you felt you were keeping a secret from some sort of victimization. Maybe it was a time where you felt shame. Maybe it was a time you felt fear. And so we can be triggered for a number of different things. It doesn't have to match the situation exactly. No, and yeah. I think that's one of the first things that's important is we acknowledge the trigger, is that it doesn't have to line up perfectly, but it can trigger something in us that felt familiar. That's good. That's good to name. And, and that's the beginning of aware. So just so everybody knows, if you want to take notes on this, Jamie has come up with an acronym to deal with our triggers for the sake of ourselves and our children. And the acronym is AWARE, A-W-A-R-E. And she's going to give you some tips based on that acronym, AWARE. Um, and I want you to, to get through those, Jamie, most certainly. But I, I love that you said that um, what, you may feel triggered in a variety of ways for a variety of reasons. And I think even of COVID, because I've Absolutely. watched how some people, um, and I'm not putting anybody down today. Okay, I'm not putting anybody down. I'm not making political statements because I don't think that's my calling. My calling is to love moms, whether I agree or disagree with them. I'm supposed to love every mom for God. But I've I've watched how just when you go in the supermarket, there are such different uh, responses to COVID. And I see terror in some people's eyes and, and they're masked up and they have shields and all these other things. And they feel like that's the best way to protect themselves. And, and they're really scared. And my guess is that they're afraid of something in their past that, that has to do with disease and, and sickness and death. And, and then there's some, <laughs> there are people that are angry that they have to wear masks and they've Absolutely. got their own stuff. They've got their own triggers. Absolutely. So, so, so when you go through this list, you're not only talking about being triggered by the Gabby Petito story and maybe past abuse, but just all of the things that could be triggering us right now, correct? Absolutely. And, and themes of feeling shame or guilt or fear or isolated. You know, that's a huge one with COVID. You know, even, Jenny, just simple mask wearing has really been a trigger for a lot of people that have felt silenced for something they've been through. Um. Because we all feel like we're kind of held back or can't necessarily speak or be seen or, you know, make something be known. And so even just simple mask wearing has been a trigger for many people. And so the isolation, the separation, um, you know, divisiveness within families and all of those can trigger themes that have happened before in life. That's right. And you know what? COVID has been a a big trigger. I think this is my theory. I think it's the reason people are driving like maniacs because it's the one area they can find freedom. And and so, So. (laughs) I mean, mean, because I've driven around the country a lot in the last year in, you know, sometimes even though I wasn't supposed to, but I drove around the country and I thought, my goodness, people are acting out behind the wheel because it's their only source of freedom. And so... (laughs) You know, I've seen that. We've got a lot to express. Uh, that's right. Yes, yes. And, and we shouldn't maybe be doing it behind the wheel. But um, aware. Right. That, that is the way that you're going to address if a mama is feeling triggered, if her children are feeling triggered, to go through this process of the word aware. So A is, say it again. A is to acknowledge your trigger. And maybe you ask yourself questions such as, what am I feeling? Have I felt this way before? Have I responded to something similar to this before? Am I feeling fear, shame, guilt, desperation, anxiety, because those can be the feelings that alert you that there's a trigger. Yeah. Yeah. So just acknowledge it. No guilt, no shame, no embarrassment. Just acknowledge it. That's A. That's right. That's right. W is watch for ways you may be handling it. So as you start watching, you might ask yourself questions like, what am I wanting to do? Do I feel numb or shut down? Am I having a hard time thinking or feeling? Am I doing something I wouldn't normally do? 
Do I wish I could escape it all or hide? Am I withdrawing or pursuing? Do I have a quick trigger? Am I finding myself in the middle of arguments when that's not typically my style? Am I oversleeping, undersleeping, overeating, undereating? All of those things can change and can help you realize how am I handling it? Yeah. Yeah, that that is the W. And 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 I think that the thing that that I really took away from this acronym is that really it's okay to be who you are and to be authentic and to not have guilt around your triggers, to not uh, feel like you need to hide that you're feeling triggered, um, but rather to just kind of throw it out in the open and acknowledge it and, and watch for how you're responding to it. And and it's almost kind of like a, a way to nurture yourself, to acknowledge it and then to watch for how you're handling it, just sort of, sort of like you're a student of yourself at that point, right? Absolutely. I think, you know, things that overwhelm us grow best in the dark. But when we shine light on them, then they don't have power over us. You know, we shine the light on them and we become aware of them and we realize, well, this doesn't control me. I can I can gain some momentum and control over this. Yeah. And when we shine the light on that, it is self-care because we're not fighting and trying to, you know, pretend they don't exist. We're saying, yeah, man, this is happening. And this is what I'm going to do when it happens. And that gives us that power back. Okay, so that's so the A. That, go ahead. That go ahead. is the A. You bet. That's A. A and that's W. The emotions it brings up. Okay. And as, as we start accepting that, then we might ask ourselves things like, how can I allow myself to feel what I need to feel? How can I find the time and space to feel the things despite maybe your usual tasks? What self-care will help me through this? What will I do when these feelings start to overwhelm me? Or what tools do I have that can help me feel grounded and calm again? Yeah. So that you kind of can make a plan, you know, what what am I going to do when these feelings feel like they're growing? Yeah. So so the, the first A was to acknowledge that you're feeling triggered. The W is watch how you handle things when you're triggered. The A, the next A in aware, the word aware, uh, is accept the emotions that it brings up, and then sort of make a plan, how am I going to handle this? But I'm going to ask you a tough question, Jamie. You're a counselor. You're a licensed professional counselor. You know what you're doing. For the person that is feeling triggered, I, I think often they're not going to have the time or, or the wherewithal or the emotional stability to say, okay, how am I, how am I going to handle this? And, and they're just going to reach for the first drink or the first drug or they're going to act out or they're going to be angry or they're going to get in the car and flee. Like, how do they stop that process in the middle of accepting what it's bringing up? I think the first step is to slow yourself down and acknowledge just the feeling. I am scared. And I think so often what we want to do is we want to fight being scared. So what do we do? We, we may medicate. We may do things that are unhealthy because we don't want to feel scared. And so if we say, I'm not going to fight the feeling, I'm going to give myself permission to feel that for a bit. And we don't have to park there, but feelings are neither right nor wrong. It's what we do with them that can make the difference. Yeah. And so if we stop and we pause and we realize what the feeling is, then that helps us choose what that next step can be, which leads us into the R. Okay. That next step is reach out for support. So if you're fearful, then the support you might need might be somebody to walk alongside with you. Maybe you just can't sit at home alone. Maybe you need to go and do something active. If you're feeling isolated, maybe you need a friend that will check on you every day. You know, what kind of support we choose needs to be based on whatever that feeling is that we can identify. So even though it may sound corny to stop and, and pause and figure out the feeling, that is the most important step. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, because you, know, you just need to, to say, this is real, I'm feeling this, and I don't need to feel bad about feeling this. I'm just going to look at it and, and name it and what I'm going through. Right. When I, I think right. in, in the reaching out for this support step, again, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you, you know, devil's, I don't like this term, but devil's advocate questions now. But um, right. when, when you say to somebody, reach, just reach out for support, you know, find a friend, um, go out and do something if you need to be active. And I do that, by the way. Sometimes I think, oh my goodness, I'm getting depressed. I'm isolated. I'm freaking out. I'm fearful. I just need to go do something. I need to get over myself. I need to get past this. And again, I'll acknowledge the feeling, but I know that it's not healthy to just sit in it um, because half the time it's not even rational or realistic. But if, if somebody thinks, oh, I can't reach out for support, then that means I'm vulnerable. That means that I'm admitting that I'm struggling. That, it mean, that means that I'm admitting a shameful feeling. Like how do they get past the thing that resists reaching out for support? I think even envisioning in our mind that if we keep things in the dark, that's when it grows bigger. And so I think even if all we can do is motivate ourselves to connect with one person over where I'm at, just one person, and it may feel safer for people to say, well, I don't want anybody that knows me to know this. That's fine. Then connect with a counselor. Maybe some people say, well, I don't know that I need to go pay for support for this. That's fine. Then contact a friend. You might find that if you go sit somewhere, a total stranger may hear what you want to say and you walk away feeling better. Yeah. You know, I, I just think this, that when we sit by ourselves, whatever it is that's overwhelming us just grows. So if we challenge ourselves, just one connection, if I make one phone call about this, you know, there's... There's helplines. Call a helpline. Tell a total stranger what you're feeling. Hang up the phone, and you won't believe how much you can dump. And yeah. walk away, and the load is light. And that's so important. So, we, need, we need to get to E, but it's so. I think of the fact that the suicide has gone up considerably. Oh, yeah. And I think a lot of that is because people have s- sat in the shame of feeling suicidal and not wanting to confess that to anybody. So I'm glad you're saying, remember, it's only growing bigger in the dark and it's not even a- as real as you feel like it is that you need to take your own life because you feel like it's this big. It's not that that's deceive. That's deceiving. So, so I- I'm glad that you're saying this to people because man, do people need it right now? How get to, so we're, we're spelling out the word aware, a W a R E. These are ways that we deal with our triggers. Uh, the final E. What do we do with that final E? E is express what is helpful for your family to know. And I think this is important because we do kind of have to keep in step with what our daily tasks are, whether it's taking care of kids or getting out of bed or whatever it is that feels hard that day. It's helpful for you to decide, what am I comfortable sharing? You know, day one when I felt triggered, I didn't even know what was going on with me. And all of a sudden I'm eating lunch with my husband and I, I feel kind of tearful. And he's like, something's going on with you. And I finally just said, wow, this story has hit me hard. And I just kind of start shedding tears about it. And I haven't shed tears about this in probably 15, 20 years, oh. you know. But it blew it up and I was tearful. You know, the next day I was still feel, feeling tearful about it. And so I finally just kind of said to my teens, you know, because this, this story has hit me hard, and I just need you to know that I'm a little off this week. And so if you see me tearful or you, you know, I'm, I'm seeming stressed, I'm okay. I just am working through this. And so I think just giving your family whatever small piece you can to say this is where I'm at helps them, number one, be understanding and compassionate. But I think, number two, it also models for them 
this is how we go through rough things. Yeah. And so don't feel guilty expressing that. They learn from how we do it. And things are going to go better in your household. So Jamie, two things. How do they find you and, and this blog that you've written about how we deal with our triggers? But you've got another thing to share with our audience as well. So she's Jamie Kirkbride, Parenting with Personality. How do they find this blog and how do they find another resource you you're want to offer today? You bet. If you go to parentingwithpersonality.com and visit the blog page, you will see a spot there where there's a link to Parenting Today Team where this blog is posted. And then the other thing I just wanted to bring to everybody's attention, anxieties are high right now. People feeling triggered, people feeling anxious, people feeling this way for a number of months can lead people to start feeling depressed. Our kids might be feeling so many of these things as well. So I did a three-part blog series on raising a child with mental health issues. And I just want to encourage you, if you have these things going on in your home, you're not alone. You don't need to struggle through it by yourself. So many of these things are not things we're talking about in mom's groups, but we should be talking about in mom's groups. And I just want you to feel like you can go check it out, get some education, get some inspiration, get some help, get some support. More than anything, I just want you to know you're not alone. You can find me on Facebook at Parenting with Personality. Feel free to email me at jamie at parentingwithpersonality.com. I just want you to know I get it and I understand and I'm here for you. Awesome, Jamie. Thank you for being Channel Moms personal counselor for moms. We really appreciate you. Thank you, Jamie, for being with us today. You bet. Thank you, Jenny. Yeah. So this, these are things that can really help you. So be sure to visit Jamie at parentingwithpersonality.com and, and visit us. You can reach out to me. Uh, you can find me at, I've got a couple of email addresses, but channelmom at gmail.com. I just want to remind you that if you're feeling criticized or burdened or like you don't measure up as a mom or like your kids aren't acting the right way or you're, you're depressed or lonely or tired, whatever it is, I, I appreciate and God sees what you do as a mom. So thank you for dedicating yourselves to your children and to your family. God bless you for it. Remember, we can help you. We do all kinds of things for moms. We're in the prisons. We are in homeless shelters. We are helping single moms. We are helping every mom we can to remind her how important she is to encourage her. So check us out at channelmom.org or channelmom.com. You can find us all over the socials at Channel Mom. I'd love to hear from you. God bless you guys. Have a beautiful weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.